0: Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callis, episode 436, coming to you on June the 14th. We are nearly halfway through the month of June. My word, where has the year gone? But yes, here we are. Today's episode will be entitled, Mayoral Pride. All right, before we get into the crux of the situation, let me remind you the best way you can help me get the word out, build the audience, get the get the stuff moving in the right direction. Is you can like, share and subscribe to this program. And if you're feeling particularly motivated, you can go to the great lengths of <clears throat> rating and reviewing the show. That's right, you can go to any of the podcast catchers and you can rate and review the show for me. Do me a solid there. Let's get it done, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go on with the show, mayoral pride. Well, for those of you that live in Collin County, you know, we used to be quite the patriotic county. We used to revere our servants. We used to keep in mind the soldiers, some that made the uh, sacrifice of their time in their lives, some that gave the ultimate price, and quite frankly, we had some common decency and love for each other as time has gone on uh, for various reasons there's been some tension building right and and honestly i want to say a good amount of this is reaction to the left crazy right so the left crazy keeps moving that line further and further over you know first it was the acceptance of well you don't have to get married then it was the acceptance of well you know They have unwanted children. We're going to kill them. Oh, wait. That one didn't work out so well for them. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, okay. So then we're going to pivot. And we're going to say, two dudes want a playhouse? Fine. Two chicks want a playhouse? Fine. That's all okay. Nothing to see here. Love is love. And then... That wasn't enough. Nope. Now we're going to start pretending that guys are girls and girls can be guys. Don't know how we pull that off because you can't change the chromosomes. But apparently you can pretend... And then if you don't go along with the (laughs) mental illness, you're called a hater. You're called all the names under the (laughs) book because you refuse to acknowledge that somebody's mental illness should be justified and praised. Enter ESG. So ESG has made their mark known every year that goes by each company that holds out gets pushed further and further away from the acceptable audience, the investment money, the donor dollars, whatever you want to call it. And they all have to fly the pride flag. Well, I don't know about you all, but I'm not really sure why we're having pride and perversion, why we're going to praise people that deviate from normal behavior. Now, look, I'm not a big fan of the idea of taking people out and stoning them because, well, They want to do sinful behavior. As long as they're not hurting somebody else directly, that's between them, God, and whatever else that gets involved in the middle of that situation. But here's the thing. When you start lopping off normally functioning body parts, or perhaps not normally functioning body parts, but presently active working body parts under the justification that I want to be something that I'm not, well, you know what? That's messed up. You need to see some help before you wreck your body like that. But as an adult, if you want to do that stuff, alas, it's really not my job to stop you from doing that. Again, that's between you and your maker. But doggone it, that wasn't good enough. No, no, we have to now go after the children. It's normalization of two dudes playing house or pretending two dudes can have a baby or if you want we can praise two dudes that hire a surrogate to have their baby created somehow that reminds me of a film boys from brazil or something but i could be mistaken again even the quote-unquote conservatives some of them are now protecting this as if this is some normal feature of everyday life But again, that wasn't enough. No, we're going to now start forcibly transitioning children, as if that could really happen. Yeah, you see, if you stop puberty, you can make them mm, infertile. And if you nip and tuck a little bit here and there, they can pretend to be a sex that they were not assigned at birth. But hey, don't worry. There's nothing to see here, good folks. This is all normal. You must affirm us. You must praise us. This perversion must be presented and affirmed. You must show us your love by praising us. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I have no ill will towards somebody that wants to do sinful behavior that doesn't directly affect me. But when you start going after children, when you start, quite frankly, Partaking in child abuse and then telling me that this is all well and good, where you're wrecking your child for life because of something wrong in either your head or your child's head. The problem's you. You're the situation. You need to be addressed. So I can show love for people that have. Let's call them mental issues. I can show love for people that are broken, hurt, and damaged, but I'm not going to affirm bad behavior. I'm not going to affirm sinful or damaging behavior. Not going to go there. Seems to me that the idea of pride coming before the fall has been, away, been around for a long, long time. We know about this because, oh, I don't know, that's a biblical standard, right? You're not supposed to boast. You're not supposed to be prideful. You're supposed to rest upon the Lord. And for those of you that reject the Lord, fine, but you still know that pride is a problem. Pride sets people up for false expectations of how awesome they think they are. Now, why is all this coming out? Why is this a preface? What are you getting at, Callus? That's what you're asking yourself. Well, I'm just curious. How is it that the city of Princeton, which is, I don't know, 30,000 people and my own hometown of McKinney with a little over 210,000, I believe at this time, why are we celebrating perversion? Why are our respective mayors celebrating this perversion? Why are they encouraging and affirming people damaging and destroying children for the rest of their lives. That's what I would like to know. And what else should I surmise but when I see these people actively supporting these events and participating in them? That's the only logical conclusion I can come up with. And if they feel like I'm misrepresenting them, then I would encourage them to go out and clarify what exactly their actions were there for. You see, it was one thing to say, Hey, we love our gay brother and sister. We we have no... We have no, nothing but an affinity for our lesbian sisters. Okay. That's one thing. It's still sinful behavior, but we don't hate you. Nobody hates you. We can hate your sin, not the sinner, right? That's the biblical answer. But when you start messing with kids, when you start pretending that, well, I, I, I'm not what I am, you know, and then the whole concept of, you know, blackface is anathema now, but apparently woman face is okay. Fur face is apparently now good too. I'm really confused at where the standard is here, yet again, some selected leadership in our country and our state and our county have now saw fit to encourage us to pretend that all is well and all is good. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and pretend that little boys can become little girls and vice versa. And we're just supposed to be okay with that. Quite frankly, I'm not okay with it. I'm not going to pretend to be okay with it. Now, in my life, I must say, I have family or relations. Some of those folks partake in various perversions. I don't hate them. I love them. They're my family. And if if I treat them poorly, if I, I'm a jerk to them, if I write them off, what chance do I have of ever having a relationship? What chance do I ever have of bringing them to salvation? I mean, what good would a person I be? I would not. I encouraged many a person that was in my tutelage in the past that, hey, look, people get caught up in sinful behavior. People do things. They They think they're right, but we can't hate them. We can't be mean to them. We can't dismiss them. We need to be loving towards them. We can't affirm their behavior. We can't affirm their sinful actions, but we can be their friend. We can be their family. There's a huge distinction there. We're not doing anybody any favors when we're encouraging them on the way to hell. Now, even if you reject the idea of hell, it is conclusively evident that the deviant behavior that is often practiced by these perversions do have long-term damaging effects that would not happen if not participating in them. I don't make the stuff up. I don't relish the outcome. I have concern for the people that get caught up in this stuff. I really do. But I'm not going to pretend it's okay. I'm not going to pretend it's a good thing. I'm not going to pat them on the back and tell them, hey, good job way to show yourself. Likewise, I'm not okay with adult males dressing up as gross figurines of females and then hmm, presenting themselves in front of minor children and somehow pretending that that is normal behavior. Somehow trying to get these children to not know the difference between real and make-believe. That's one of the things that we're supposed to do as parents and I guess as grandparents is to make sure that you train up your children so that they understand right from wrong and good from evil and true and untrue. But if we mix that up and we invert it, we're not doing anybody any favors. We're putting ourselves into a situation where we have generations of people that will celebrate their own deviancy and their own destruction. So again, I got to ask myself, just what is it that a couple of local mayors thought would to be gained by celebrating this? Why would we go to such trouble to do this? What's the angle there? Now look, if a private business, if they think that it's going to help their business, I will roll my eyes, I'll choose not to go there. Um, I choose to spend my money somewhere else for the month of June if that's what it takes. But when when people that are allegedly the representation of the entire city come out in favor of lopping off body parts of little children or stunting them and preventing them from having puberty, I have a problem with that it was one thing to at least pretend that adults were misbehaving amongst themselves and not hurting anybody. And, you know, I could, I could wrap my head around it. It was not my thing. It was disgusting. It was sinful behavior nonetheless, but uh, we weren't involving little children. But that's where we've gone now. You notice the little flags changed, right? The, the rainbow wasn't enough. Now they're going to argue and Mm, get down in the technical details of what every specific color means or whatever else. I don't care. I just don't. When they when they lay out all their letters and they say the plus, it's because they're leaving off the things they don't want you to know about, whether it's polygamy, polyamory, 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 there we go, polyamory, polyamory, Ooh. Uh, or pedophilia. Well, while we're at it, how about bestiality? Hmm? What do you think that furry thing's all about anyway? I mean, it's just a step down the path. Hey, you know, and I know my libertarian friends are go, oh, consistent, consenting adults can do whatever you want. You know what? I understand it. You're right. Legally. And it should be that way. Legally. Religiously. That's mm, no, that's forbidden. That's not a good thing. We're not going to pretend that's good, but if you're not religious, hey, do as the pagans do and. You won't be judged as a Christian if you don't pretend to be a Christian. But my real problem is, aside from a couple of representatives of local government indicating that all is okay with the latest version of perversion, we also have religious leaders that are not going down this path. We're going to pretend that the latest perversion is somehow not only permissible, but should be praised. Not only should we embrace our loved ones, we should also affirm their bad behavior. So let me ask you, is it somehow okay for your alcoholic cousin to go ahead and keep drinking and drive yourself home at night? No worries. Don't worry about those consequences. We got your back. It's all okay. Or better yet, how about your uncle or or your brother? He goes out, gets lit up, maybe drugs up a little bit, goes home, beats a snot out of his wife. Hey, well, that's okay, man. We're just gonna, It's all right. Don't worry about it. No problem here. Nothing to see here. Good citizen. Go along, right? Nobody's getting hurt. Oh, wait, except for the wife that got the crap beat out of her. Hmm. Or, oh, I know better yet. Well, you know, the, the age of consent is now 11. So why should I be upset as a father? If somebody goes and does something to my granddaughter or my grandson, why should I care? Hey, it's all perfectly legal. And normal now. Yeah, no, that's never, ever going to be okay. And I don't think there would be anything that would stop me from exacting a worthy punishment upon somebody that did that. But here's the thing. I can't be responsible for everybody and everything. I'm responsible to hold up a good example. Unfortunately, a lot of people that I thought were good examples, both politically, socially, and religiously, turned out to fail. Well, that's the problem. I I put my faith in the wrong people. I I trusted the wrong representatives. So whether it was a couple of local mayors, including my own in McKinney, who decided that we're going to celebrate the latest version of perversion, or whether it was some pastoral person there that said, well, I know better than the doctrine that we've practiced and believed in for 2,000 years because, you know, I'm just smarter than you know, Paul, Peter, Aquinas, right? They don't, those guys didn't know anything. I know it all now. Or, or whether, you know, it was that local or the elected official that, you know, uh, told you that he was a good family man and, you know, and wanted what's best for you. And Hey, you know, just keep doing the right thing. And we're all good Christians here. Meanwhile, he's got a little something on the side, doesn't take care of his wife and children. That's very disappointing. because you put your faith in the wrong people. You trusted the wrong people. Now, you can go change them out. You can retire them. You can put them in the pasture, if you will. But here's the problem. We're fallen. Everybody's fallen. Everybody's going to fail at something, somewhere. They're going to let you down. When you put your trust in somebody that's not perfect, you're going to be disappointed. It's only a matter of time. So while I can vent and be frustrated at poor leadership or lack thereof on several fronts in my life or your life or our society. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Well, on earth, probably nothing. But to be unrepentant and toss away your need for God can can lead, will lead, To eternal damnation. Permanent separation from God. And I wouldn't wish that. Well. I wouldn't wish that on anybody that I know. Or that I've met. Because I think that's really a fate that is worse than death. So. I'm not doing those people any favors. By affirming bad behavior. By praising perversion. I, I am. I am cursing them by doing that very thing. So when I, when I look around at the local business and they're praising the latest version of perversion, they're basically admitting one, they don't know any better or two, they hate you. And maybe they hate themselves as well. And that's a tough spot to be in. That's nothing I would recommend, but that's the world we live in. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't fix everything. We can expect better, we can request better, we can vote better people in, but again, we're all falling eventually. Somebody's gonna mess up. And when you rest on your own pride, on your on the satisfaction of how great you think you are, that's the quickest way to a fall. The guy that presents himself as being the ultimate person that's most concerned about all of his constituents, and he represents everybody, and they're the best. And we love them all, and there is no wrong, and there is no right, and it's all okay. Yeah. Makes me wondering what he's doing when you're not looking. Makes me wondering what she's up to when there's nobody there to see. But again, what are you going to do? You can get mad, you can get angry, you can call names, you can counter-protest. But if you do that, you're just doing the same thing in reverse. We've talked about building your alternate society, right? Parallel economies. That's all well and good, but we still have to interact with folks. We have to still deal with people we don't agree with, people we don't prefer to spend our time with, people that are in positions of power over us. And we have to learn how to deal with that and how to deal with them. The idea of dealing with people in love also requires that you speak truth, also requires that you be honest. And they can pretend and they can be offended. And honestly, my retort at this point in my life is, well, I'm just speaking my truth. I mean, I'm using their own argument. They should respect that. They won't. They don't. But what other thing can I tell them? Oh, that's right. It is of the objective eternal truth. Well, yeah, they're going to reject that as well. And objectively, that's not going to work out for you once it's rejected, because the ones that weep and gnash their teeth over the idea that we might go back to some Old Testament punishment for bad behavior are the first to cast stones at you. The, fir- the first people to get bent out of shape when somebody stands for righteousness are the ones that get violent. So you have to be very careful how you react, how you push back, how you're defending yourself. Now, I imagine, you know, I've I've pushed a button or two tonight. I've done that on purpose. I, I've put people on notice. You know, I, I respect moderates, legitimate moderates. They don't agree with me on things, but they actually know what they believe and they stand for what they stand for. And we will agree to disagree and we can have adult conversations. But what I don't care for are the hacks, the ones that sell themselves out for the latest thing down the road, the ones that pretend they actually care when they really don't, the ones that spend all their time virtue signaling and never, ever accomplish anything significant to do the right thing. Those that champion one piece of their, let's call it pro-life promise, yet destroy their own personal lives along the way. The ones that... hmm, pontificate on openness and acceptance and working with the other side, but yet pounce on and attack anybody that disagrees with them personally. There's no calm discussion of differing viewpoints. It's how dare you question me. I know better than you. I'm so-and-so. Again, pride. The pride in one's accomplishment, it sets you up for a failure the pride in attaining certain goals in life. That's great. Everybody should do that. I've met a number of mine. There's a couple more goals that are waiting out there for me to attain. But if you're going to rest on that pride, if you're going to hold it over somebody's head, if you're going to abuse your neighbor with it, I would suggest to you, you're no better. So I'm really kind of at a loss. We're halfway through or not quite halfway through the month of so-called pride to celebrate the perversion and the spitting of God's ordered creation because we know better, because we can do what we want to do, because we have replaced God with ourselves. So you got to ask yourself when our elected representatives, those that are supposed to work for us and represent us, celebrate the very idea of replacing God with themselves. What are they telling you? What are they telling you, the people that they're supposed to work for, the people they're supposed to represent? They're telling you that they don't care about anything, including the natural order of things. What other message should we be receiving? I ask you, Perhaps it'd be worth the effort of some of you out in this audience. I know I have, I think I'm up to four listeners now. Yes, four listeners. I'm asking my four listeners out there. I know you've all been very hard at work getting me up over that 150K downloads, but look, take the time out. Call a local elected official. Call a state elected official and ask them. So tell me, what do you feel about pride? What do you think the natural order of things are? Do you love the people you serve? I mean, I think these are all fair questions. I'd be curious as to what they tell you. You don't have to tell me, but you should know for yourself. I think that's a good barometer of where we are as a society today. I think that's a fair expectation that they should be able to answer those basic questions. But we shall see. It is a Wednesday. I thank you for joining me. It was a hump day and we will be back on Thursday was something new and exciting, I'm sure. Until then, I will see you on the other side.